T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eleven o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert with you. Cody out the rest of the week. He'll be back with us on Monday. Nate Taylor from the Athletic in studio at one o'clock. We are two hours away from USA versus Iran. Gotta win. Gotta win to move on to the round of sixteen. Just saw the, the matches, Nick. You gotta be happy. One just ended. Your uh, your team that you had moving out, Senegal, just got the win over Ecuador. So that is my squad. That's your. I don't know why you're backing Senegal. What's the story behind that? I've just always backed them and everything. Just always. Done. He's yeah. a big fan of Senegal. Yeah, in general, just, just a huge fan. Uh, also, England and Wales coming up uh, in just a little while as well. We'll talk more World Cup when it gets a little bit closer. Uh, we'll also have the video stream going downstairs around uh, one o'clock in the the. Watch party room, C. Rob and the guys will be on that at one o'clock. We are video streaming the show. We got it up and running today. So if you want to watch, you can do that uh, on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, uh, you name it. You can do that. Also, hit us up on the Jay Southland Tow Service text line, 913 586 7610. We'll get to the trash of the day here in about 15 minutes or so. But the Chiefs are in a spot that they haven't been all year. It's kind of unusual over the last couple of years for them not to have already been here. But the Chiefs now, for the first time you can say, are the Super Bowl favorites. Last couple of years entering the season, that was always the case. But they are, for the first time in this 2022 season, the actual Super Bowl favorites. For the entire year, it had been the Buffalo Bills. The Chiefs are now plus 430 at FanDuel. The Bills are plus 450. The Eagles have the third best odds there at plus 650. And the San Francisco 49ers have the fourth best odds also at plus 650. And before the season started, I think we we had discussed like the odds and who's the favorite, who's not the favorite. No problem with the Bills being the preseason favorite. It made a lot of sense, right? They have the best roster in football coming in. Uh, There's the Josh Allen storyline. A lot of people looking at the Buffalo Bills like this was their time to do it. And the Chiefs are narrowly favorites. And we know the Bills beat the Chiefs in the regular season here. But we've also seen, despite even a win on Thanksgiving, the Buffalo Bills and their quarterback, Josh Allen, five red zone picks in the last six games. I think the biggest devastating thing for the Buffalo Bills right now is no Von Miller. And maybe he's back for the postseason. We'll see. He was brought in to win games against teams like the Chiefs, Cincinnati, Baltimore, Miami, come playoff time. And we saw him close the deal against the Chiefs, Von Miller did, when he played at Arrowhead a month or so ago. They don't have that guy right now. I think they also have some other injuries on the defensive line. They're starting to get some guys back in the secondary. That's why we've seen a shift in the market, not to mention the Chiefs keep on winning football games. They have the best record in the AFC. So I think it's significant that the Chiefs are Super Bowl favorites for the first time this year. But who do you think can actually win it now? I mean, we're on to week 13. 
Like it's <laughs> December is in just a couple days. It, it is now the home stretch of the regular season. I told you the top four teams in terms of odds, but like, who do you truly think can actually go okay, and win? The I want to hear Bowl? your answer because Cody and I did this last week yeah. and we disagreed specifically on one team. So I want to know okay. how many teams you have and who they are. Yeah. So obviously I think the chiefs and the bills uh, can absolutely win the Super Bowl. Um, there's no reason for me, despite even what I just told you about the bills with Von Miller, I still, I don't suddenly think the bills are incapable. Um, I think they really need Von Miller to play in the playoffs. I think that's a huge loss. They went and acquired him for the postseason to, to seal the win, to seal the deal. But this was a team that lost on a 13 second drive in overtime, in the divisional round game to the chiefs for me to suddenly think that, that they're not capable of, of getting the Super Bowl and winning it, I think would be foolish. So I think it's the chiefs. It's the bills. I think it's the Eagles and I think it's the Cowboys and the Vikings. So you've got five teams. I do. I think the NFC is so wide open. That's why I gave you three so teams. No, so no Niners. No, I'm not as all in on them as wait, everybody wait, else. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. Yep. You could envision mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins hoisting yep. the Lombardi trophy yep. as confetti reigns. Yep. Let's not act like Jimmy Garoppolo is so much better. Uh, I will act like Jimmy Garoppolo is so much better. Don't make me suddenly be the Jimmy Garoppolo guy. You Cody's, are. Cody's not you've here today. Been, you've I, always no, been the Jimmy Garoppolo guy. No, I've always been the supporter of Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Remember? That's that's how normally this Cody's not here. Usually Cody's the one saying he's crap. I'm not saying he's crap, but I think I think your disdain for Kirk Cousins sometimes. I think clouds, he's not clouds, good. Clouds, clouds. The Kirk Cousins stuff, it's very easy because social media loves it. Like primetime Kirk and this crap. But if you actually look at like we just some of his biggest wins, even though he struggled on Monday Night Football, have actually occurred in prime Thursday night. Does that not count because it was Thanksgiving, Nick? Does that uh, not count as a primetime win? No, it doesn't count. No, no, it doesn't that count. Prime time because the Patriots aren't good. Oh, the Patriots who are still only one win out of yes. the postseason. Okay, yeah. so we have new qualifiers for yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, no, that's not how this new works. Qualifiers, same okay. ones. Okay, same ones. Beat good teams. You uh, know. No, here's honestly to answer your question about the 49ers. I'm also not because every it's one of those where everybody thinks they're just now the suddenly the best team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not there. So I'm la- just not there. So last week I had and McCaffrey's hurt right now. I so. had four teams last week. Okay, I had. The Chiefs and the Bills, and I had the Niners and the Cowboys. Now, I then narrowed it down to two teams because I couldn't envision any of the NFC teams actually beating the okay. AFC yeah. team. No, sorry, yeah. I had the Eagles and the, yeah, Eagles and Niners. So I actually think it's just two teams, the Chiefs and the Bills. Whoever wins, whoever goes to the, a- the Super Bowl from the AFC is going to be the Super Bowl champions. But now I'm starting to wonder, was I foolish yeah. for not including the Bengals? Interesting. So I don't. They dis- went to the Super Bowl a year yeah. ago. They came into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs. Am I, am yeah. I omitting them when they should be mentioned amongst the Chiefs and the Bills? Yeah, it's interesting. Like I don't disagree with the notion that like if you were to ask me which conference the Super Bowl champions going to come from, yeah, I would I would lean to the AFC. It goes back to the quarterbacks, right? I mean, it go- we, we know the quarterbacks that are in the AFC: we, Mahomes and Allen and Burrow. And you're going to have to outplay. You know? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, if you want to win the Super Bowl, and I don't think any of the NFC's quarterbacks are yeah. capable of doing and that. And so I'm with you. Again, if I were to, if you were asked me, put money on the AFC to be the Super Bowl champ or the NFC, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my money on the AFC. Um, but I'm not gonna say that no team in the NFC has a chance because if there's a t- there will be we know you know for a fact there will be there will be one team from the NFC. Spoiler, there will be one that does make it to the Super Bowl. And so for me to say that like there's no chance that that team can win, we all know when when the Super Bowl happens and we see the spreads come out in these matchups. Even though I would lean towards the AFC team, 
the, no team in the AFC is going to be like a nine point favorite over the NFC team. Like that just doesn't happen in, in the Super Bowl. So I, I won't say it's impossible. I just think the reason why I gave you three NFC teams and only two on the AFC side, I think the NFC path is so open. And so again, one team will come out of the NFC and I think there's multiple teams that have a chance to be that team. So I'm also viewing it in that, in that prism. Whereas on the AFC side, I really still think it will be the Chiefs and Bills in the AFC title game when we get down to it. I just, I, I my big question, I think I've given the comparison a couple times for the Dolphins, who continue to look really good. Uh, now Jeff Wilson's a little banged up. We'll see what happens. But that defense, I really think the Dolphins are the 2018 Chiefs, and you can say, well, that's not terrible. They went to an AFC title game. You're right. It's not terrible. But what hurt them in that AFC title game? The defense. So... I think that's what happens to the Dolphins. If you're asking me, like, what do I think the path looks like for the Dolphins? I think they win a playoff game or two, and I think the defense will come back to bite them because the defense is horrendous for Miami. Do you think – would you take the Chiefs and the Bills versus the field? I still would, yeah. Still would. The Von Miller Miller injuries are concerned. Whoever comes out of the NFC. Yeah, I still would do it, yeah. Because I also think the Chiefs strongly are. I mean, they're the Super Bowl favorite right now. I I mean, I, I like what we're seeing across the board from Kansas City. How can I not? Yeah, Especially the, if the Chiefs beat the Bengals on Sunday. Then it's like, well, it's weird. Yeah. The Dolphins have won, I think, four I know, five, in a row, five, five in a row. Five in a row, yeah. And I feel like nobody's talking about them. Oh, so I don't think that's, I don't think that's true. Maybe I don't think, I, I don't think they're being discussed. Give, I don't think they're you, being discussed amongst you, like the best teams in the NFL. I maybe am not giving them the respect you think they deserve, but I don't think they're not being discussed by people nationally. What are their Vegas odds? The Dolphins to win the Super Bowl? Yeah. And where do they rank? 15 to one. And where does that rank? Sixth. So here's who's that's in front right, of them. The Chiefs. The, so the Chiefs, the Bills, the Eagles, the Niners, the Cowboys, and the Dolphins. The, the Dolphins, though, to my point about the NFC having more, the Dolphins are the, the third most third best odds to win the Super Bowl in the AFC. I don't think that's like that disrespectful. They're the two seed right now, and they have the third best odds in the AFC to win the Super Bowl. I don't think it's that crazy. I don't think it's, don't think it's disrespectful. I just, it, it's telling to me where their Super Bowl odds are compared to what their record is the numbers that their offense is putting up, like they're sort of passing every test. And yet Vegas is still not respecting them the way that they respect the rest of the contenders from the nine, one, three chiefs or bills, bold take gold. He asked me the question, would I take the chiefs and bills (laughs) versus the field? I said, yes. What am I supposed to? Yeah. I I, believe it or not. This is one thing. Like I say what I truly believe. I don't just say fake crap just to throw it out there. So I do. I I um, lie all the time. so, So, yeah, like I, I still would take those two teams. I'm sorry that I didn't say the the, the New York Jets. Is that what you want me to you want me to say? The Jets is my answer because it's just different than everybody else. They don't call you Alex Bold, and maybe you could change that by <laughs> they don't saying they don't. something a little outlandish. No, I don't I think it's the Chiefs and the Bills versus the field. I would still take that if that was my option, man. Yeah, there's part of me that wants to include an NFC team, but I just I can't. It's tough for me to imagine like the Cowboys beating the Bills or the Cowboys beating the Chiefs in a Super Bowl. I think Dak can play like a superstar for a half, for a quarter, but I just don't think he can do it for four quarters the way that you know you have to do to beat one of those two teams. What were our title? We all did our picks before the season like everybody else. What were our? What was the AFC and NFC title games that we, we all had? had Chiefs versus Packers. Yeah, because I had Cowboys-Packers-NFC title game. I had Packers-Eagles. Pack. Oh, okay. Eagles at least. So same with me. We both, you have the Cowboys. I have you. Okay. And then we both had Bills Chiefs in the AFC title game or no? I had uh, Chiefs Chargers. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, still the, alive. the Chargers are still alive. Not dead yet. They are not dead. This not is feeling true. great, but they are, not dead. They are not dead. All right. Let's get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. And we'll get right back into the Chiefs and, and just how big of a matchup uh, 
this game is on Sunday, and I, I cannot wait for Chiefs and Bengals. But the trash of the day has to do with a Florida woman who is suing a company over something I didn't know you could really. I guess you could sue over anything. Doesn't mean you're going to win. Doesn't mean the lawsuit won't get thrown out. When's the last time you made like just something in the microwave, Nick? Actually made something or yeah, like, like reheated? Just... I got so reheated when I say... some leftovers yesterday for lunch. Okay, like where you where you just put some water in something and just ran with it, you know, for 45 seconds or so. Never. Never. Wait, you've never made Easy Mac? No. Excuse me. Wait, and you're hold on. You're 30. You're the same age as me. You're 31. Yeah. You have never made the easy mac even in college you're gonna have to like you, you know mean, like the little like the little to go portable yeah. no never no i find wow that's a, okay text line let me know on this I, i've, oh, I've made crazy. ramen i've made ramen okay so okay so that so college yeah okay close enough but yeah you still never done the the easy mac now i haven't done that in 10 years anyway i bring this up because the trash of the day involves a florida woman suing velveta she claims the Velveeta cup, which is the mac and cheese there, takes longer than the three and a half minutes the ready time says on the box. <laughs> She's suing for $5 million. Wait, $5 million. Wait, but what? $5 million. For like a, what, emotional damages? That's what I'm saying. How on earth did the fact that the mac and cheese did not take three and a half minutes to warm up and maybe it took four or five or six minutes? Maybe. How it, did that okay, how about this? cause you emotional distress? Maybe she had a job interview in a different city. She had to get on a flight to go to that job interview, but because the mac and cheese wasn't ready in time, she didn't leave in time, she missed her flight, didn't get the job, and now she's broke because she's not getting the salary well, she's she not. thought she would. Oh, so that's... <laughs> you think that's the art of the floor? I don't know. How else you get to that much money? Explain I it to me. Like, what, attor- what, what attorney's taking on that case? and th- like, That thing should be thrown out. You don't say. You thought... <laughs> you thought that... That extra 45 seconds she had to stand by the microwave for that Velveeta mac and cheese is so dis- you know so much stress for you that you are going to sue the company. Now, maybe they should update the ready time because I do think those are never accurate. She's not wrong there. Like, Do you think everybody should be able to allow... Like, we hear about these stupid lawsuits all the time. Should there be new regulations put into place for lawsuits like these? Just they already, they have they... put, they have, I mean, since people were suing over, like, there are some things that have been put in place to make it tougher for you to, to do. That actually has happened. Okay, so somebody on the, from the, on, from the text line, from the 816 says that's false advertising. That's a, that's a push. That, that's a stretch, I think. They're well, not, I mean, at, they're not, they at, say it's going to be ready in this amount of time, their, and it's commercial, not. their commercial doesn't say, we're the fast, the fastest mac and cheese, three and a half minutes by us. On the package, it says microwave for three and a half minutes. I don't know. Have you watched all the The name ads? of the product isn't three and a half minute mac and cheese, and then it's completely When's false. When's the last time that you had microwave mac and cheese like that? I think it's, that's what I said. The Easy Mac stuff, probably eight, ten years ago. So any, but anything else like that? Like where you just like pop it in the Dude, microwave? you guys, I haven't. Frozen dinner? I haven't turned on oven or used the microwave in a long time. I knew you hadn't used the oven, but I thought last that maybe I used the microwave. microwave. Um, the last time I used the microwave was I, I had some Chipotle delivered at one point, and it was kind of cold. And so I popped it in the microwave for, you know, 30 seconds or something. If that's what you want to know. That's that's the extent. Someone says Nick's a weirdo for that take. You, what take? I think maybe just that you hadn't used, you ever had Easy Mac maybe? Well, that's not a take. It's just like I haven't. 
Like I've had the boxed mac and cheese that you put, oh, in, sure. the, and you put in the pan. Yeah, the blue box. The blue yeah, box. yeah, of course. But I'm just surprised you never like you can you buy the cups. There's like a six pack of them when you were in college, and it, like six pack of you know it has the powder, the noodles in it. You add a little quart, what a quarter cup of water or whatever it is, sure. fill it to the line. You put it in the, the microwave for three minutes, three and a half. Mirror sounds like not really three and a half. In, yeah, no, uh, in that- your hat. five million dollars. No way she wins, right? <laughs> this thing should get thrown out. As Someone the chief be- legal expert on the <laughs> show, I'm going to say no. Someone says it also says on the package, cooking times may vary. Yeah, I think they're safe. I don't think it's really false advertising. The directions are incorrect on timing. It's not an unsafe thing. It's not saying to microwave it for 20 minutes and you burnt you, you, you burnt your microwave up. In that scenario, I think she might actually have a case. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Like three I'd rather under I'd rather it be wrong on the three and a half minutes for, for being too short, I guess. Oh. People want to join the class action lawsuit according to the text line now. Yeah, honestly, let's all band together. The more of us there are, the the easier, Nick, uh, the better our chances are going to be. I think out there in the the kitchen area, there is. I don't know if it's. I know there's oatmeal and there's some others that are. I think I don't know if it's mac and cheese though. I think you should you should try it for the first time. Oh, you know what? I, I have had some... I have had microwaved oatmeal. I have had that from here. No, or just in general. Just in general. Okay. I looked in the in the, the past fridge out there. There is no. They've replenished the stock. Still no egg salad sandwich. <laughs> So thank so goodness Rob Collins brought. In, they keep bringing in new items, but yeah, no egg salad. It's a shame. <laughs> That's the trash of the day. You're on, uh, you're on Cody and Gold. Man, people want an easy payday. You know, any way to get a quick little buck. Try to sue. I hope she gets hit with a bunch of attorney fees or whatever. Ends up costing her money in the whole deal. That's just ridiculous. All right, we'll get to the cheese red half hour here in about ten minutes or so. Well, like, I can't be the only one. Like, it's Tuesday. We got a long ways to go till Sunday. And it'll probably drag on all week because it's the first week you're back at work post-holiday and all that. But I can't wait for Sunday. This game against Cincinnati is the game that not only do I think some Chiefs players have circled on the schedule. But like, how have you not as a Chiefs fan? This is the team that ended your season. This is the team that had Patrick Mahomes playing his worst half of football. This is the team in Cincinnati that had us all off season, at least the first two and a half months of it, trying to figure out like what happened. You had people writing crazy blog posts about Eric Bieniemy because everybody was looking for anything. Like, though, this had to have happened because it makes no sense how that 18-point lead evaporated. And you lost it overtime, and Mahomes threw the ball, what, three straight passes to Demarcus Robinson or whatever it was. This is the game. This is Joe Burrow, who's 2-0 and against Patrick Mahomes, who has a chance to get the 3-0 and on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Generational talent. And that's the one team and the one quarterback, for whatever reason, that to this point in time has been able to beat them up. The Bengals are a win away from being in the same spot that we were talking about the Baltimore Ravens on the flip side, which was until Lamar Jackson beat the Chiefs on that Sunday night game, what, a year ago, to open up the season, you had Lamar Jackson even calling the Chiefs, you know, I don't know, maybe they're my kryptonite. Like we're, we're a win away from, at least on a national level, that being the conversation, like, are the Bengals the kryptonite for Mahomes? As, as silly as that may sound, because I think even with Lamar, that was kind of crazy. 
But that's the same the same spot. The same narratives we had about Baltimore versus Kansas City will be exactly what Cincinnati would have done to KC if the Chiefs don't get the win on Sunday. And I think there is a mental side of it as well, Nick. Like you don't want to really go into the playoffs where you might end up playing Cincinnati again and to where they're three and zero against you and you hadn't beat them. I think that I think what's so weird about it is that it's not just that they beat you and you can come up with all these different circumstances about why the game played out. Like normally in Mahomes' career, it's been, well, this team offensively, like the Titans for the for a while, it was like, well, it's the way they play, right? They want to play these slow, grinded out games, and Derrick Henry's so hard to tackle in the second half, and the Chiefs defense has not been great at tackling historically. Whereas you look at the Bengals and you say, Oh, Mahomes played not just like, oh, it was an off Mahomes played the worst football we've ever seen him play for the first time. He looked like everybody else where it's like, Oh, he is beatable. You can slow him down. You can make him look not worse than he normally plays. You can make him look bad. It was jarring, man. He looked bad in the second half. That was the first time in four years of him being the starter where we said, Oh, this guy can be bad for an extended period of time. In that game, Mahomes first half QBR was 98 and the second half. It was 1.4. That was the biggest discrepancy from one half to the other since they've done QBR, which that was introduced in like 2006. It was just unthinkable. Everybody was searching for answers. It didn't make any sense. How about that? They got three first downs in the second half in overtime, and it was all on one drive where they ended up with three points. But two interceptions, I think it was three, three and outs. We'd never seen that before. And I would imagine that he has spent, and Andy Reid mm-hmm. have spent all offseason thinking about that game, and that motivated all of the different changes that they made in the offense. And it didn't motivate, I don't think, the free agent decisions. Like, Brett no. Beach was already going to go out and get some help at the wide receiver spot. But in terms of going back to the drawing board and figuring out what did they do to make us look mortal for the first time in four years. After the win on Sunday, and again, Mahomes will talk tomorrow as will Andy Reid, and you'll hear that here on 610. But after the win against the Rams, he was, of course, asked about Cincinnati, and pretty quickly, this was his answer. They beat us. I played terrible in the second half, um, and, and and we lost at home. That could have sent us to the Super Bowl, so uh, we'll be ready to go this next week for sure. Yeah, I mean, if there was the, the scorched earth Mahomes set up for a game, I mean, does it get bigger than this? You're not in the Super Bowl last year because of this team. You, as we said, played your worst half of football. I also think we were joking about it, but I actually do think I I believe some of it. Like him having his newborn child this week, I actually think is also a good thing heading into this game. Dad strength. I think dad strength times two now. Yeah. Dad strength times two. He's going to lose a game with that happening in the same week. No way, man. Bronze, by the way. Because it's Mahomes the Patrick, so Patrick, Bronze, Mahomes the third, right? Yeah, you know some some people name their you know they call him Trey, they name if they're the third or they call him Trip. This one's Bronze. I mean, I get it. We we they have the the dogs like, third because third place gold. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Gold, silver. Thank, thank you. And then Bronze. So they just eliminated. They didn't, they didn't think gold was an option at all. They didn't think that was an option. Yeah, Ever. that would be for the first, which would be Patrick Mahomes' father. So, okay. So that's where they just cut it off. It's just bronze. I guess. Yeah, I don't know what, what, what do they do if there's a fourth one, you know? I, I don't know. 
I, I, I don't know. Right, they have a few, you know, a couple decades to figure the, that out, uh, probably. Yeah, the uh, the scholarship offers, I'm sure, are already ready to be mailed out, though, for for bronze. Oh, you think this is going to be an Arch Manning situation? Uh, I, one, yes. Yeah. Do you not? The lineage is pretty strong <laughs> I was there. Say, you know, you know, dad was in the majors. Uh, or excuse me, uh, grandfather was in the majors in this case, and then your your dad's Patrick Mahomes, the. MV two time, hopefully MVP here pretty soon. Hopefully it's two time, three time Super Bowl champion when it's all said and done, Hall of Famer. Yeah, I think you have some good genes going in your in your in your direction for you to uh, be pretty good at football and and obviously get some attention. Here will anyone in about, in about fifteen years? Will anyone ask Mahomes tomorrow at the press conference if he's going to have a third kid? Because that's what would happen in real life. <laughs> in real life, if that was your friend, you'd say, okay, so like, are you guys done now, or are you guys going to go for number three? Will anyone ask him at his press conference tomorrow? Uh, I mean, someone will, of course, ask him about the having the newborn uh, bronze, but I don't know. Someone will be like, are you having another one? I don't think I don't think someone's going to ask him, are you having another one? Maybe someone could ask it in the way you were saying, which is like, well, you named bronze, we assume, for the third. For the third, are, what would you – do you have any idea what you – if you had a yeah. fourth, do you think someone will ask it in that way? Yeah, actually, it should be Cody. Even though Cody's off <laughs> this week, he <laughs> should go there and say, you know, after I had my second kid, I had a surgical procedure to make sure I wouldn't have my third kid. No, 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 I don't, I don't think Cody did. I don't think he did. I think it was his spouse. Oh, it, we're not supposed to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. You shouldn't have clarified. Okay. He talked. He's brought it up on the air multiple yeah, I times. I think he got in trouble for that one. Oh, whoops. Eh. Yeah. It's his fault. It's fault. <laughs> and he's not here to defend he's himself, not. and he's probably he's not, not listening. So what's he's the big deal? I wouldn't have said He said it on air multiple times. <laughs> if, to me, if you've said it yourself on air multiple times, then it's, yeah, it's, true. it's, it's already public knowledge. Anyway, you, actually, you brought it. It's your fault. You brought it up. No, come on. I thought we agreed this was going to be Cody's fault, okay. and we'll just move on. Okay, we can we can do that. All right, coming up next, we get to the Chiefs' red half hour. Uh, they signed somebody, they being the Chiefs, and I never want to have him on the football field, never want to see him, and Nick has a theory of why he might actually be able to fix his problems. We'll explain what that is next. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chiefs Kingdom, this is Mitch Holtis, and welcome in to the Chiefs Red Half Hour on Cody and Gold. Every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Chiefs Red Half Hours brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Alex Gold, Nick Schwert with you. Nate Taylor from The Athletic going to join us about an hour and a half from now in the studio. Get his thoughts on, of course, some of the things we've been discussing today and the huge game on Sunday against Cincinnati. And I also want to get his perspective on what he thinks really is behind the signing of Melvin Gordon. So Melvin Gordon signed yesterday the Chiefs practice squad Longtime veteran running back in this league and really in this division. He's only played in the AFC West. He's played on the Broncos uh, and and obviously on the Chargers where he started his career. It was not that many years ago, Nick, where uh, Melvin Gordon was like complaining that he wasn't getting the big contract. Remember, there was somebody was with the Chargers and he was upset that he didn't get the big deal. And then now he's just become kind of a, almost like a journeyman type of running back that can't hold on to the football. He's got... Five fumbles in 10 games when he played for the Denver Broncos, which is why, look, he's on the practice squad. No harm. All good with that. That's fine. Depth, insurance policy, whatever you want to call it. As long as that's what he is, and and as long as that's it, that he doesn't see the football field. (laughs) Like, with all due respect to the guy, never met him, never talked to him. What I have seen is the fumbles. Time and time again, specifically near the goal line this year for the Denver Broncos, cost them actually a couple games, as a matter of fact. So you're canceling... I Melvin Gordon's career before it even begins in I, Kansas City. I do not want Melvin Gordon in a Chiefs uniform carrying the football in a meaningful NFL game. That is correct. If they want to activate him in week 18 when the Chiefs have the one seed locked up and they can have Chad Henney and Melvin Gordon playing against the Las Vegas Raiders, that is fine with me. Go for it. Go right ahead. That should be the extent. It scares the hell out of me to think about Melvin Gordon having a meaningful carry in the postseason. I hope this is just an insurance policy. We saw Ronald Jones activated for the first time. I thought it looked decent in his very limited sample size. We know Clyde's an IR. Maybe this means Clyde's not going to return from IR. Maybe it's an insurance policy if Rojo were to get hurt and they need at least have three backs. Same with Jarek McKinnon. I think that's what this is. Remember, he's on the practice squad. He's not even on the active roster and then ruled inactive on game day. He's on the practice squad. Not a huge deal. Is he that bad? I dude, he he fumbles too. I, you, how can you trust him? I don't think he's a bad runner. Like I think he like he he is a physical runner. I have no doubt that he could have some success in that regard. But Nick, he fumbles the ball in the red zone consistently this year. I mean, he's only got five fumbles. Only f- this is what <laughs> only <laughs> ten games. Now, what are you going to say? Only only lost two of them. Five fumbles in ten games, man. 
No, I he he cannot he cannot play a meaningful snap. I actually think he's a decent runner if that's what you're asking. But you it, look, remember a couple years ago when they brought in LeSean McCoy? Remember that? I do. And he fumbled in that Colts game, and then we kind of really never saw him again. This is a guy that would fumble it in a playoff game. I'm good. I'm out. Let him be on the practice squad. That's fine. Let him okay. make a couple bucks on the practice squad. So I've got That's a theory. I think, I think the fumbling issues that have plagued him throughout his career, Okay. I think they can actually be fixed. Oh, so you you can do something that none of these other NFL coaches have done. I think outside the box. Okay. You know, I don't just do traditional methods. I'm not bound to any, you know, one way of coaching or training. So Melvin Gordon, let's just look at the facts. He's very mm-hmm. jacked, right? He is. Big old boy. Uh, 6'1", 215. And that's part of his DNA is mm-hmm. I'm a physical runner. I'm a bruising running back. That's why he's been so useful when he's not fumbling near the goal line. But that's actually part of the detriment. That's part of the reason why he's had the fumbling issues. Gold is because, you know, oftentimes you'll hear running backs talk about that pocket in the elbow where they've mm-hmm. got to like secure yeah. the ball, mm-hmm. and that's how you you keep mm-hmm. it from from being able to from defenders being able to get in there and, and rip the ball away. Well, when you're as Jack, when you've got bulging biceps, like cartoonish <laughs> man, like superhero type muscles here. I didn't here. know you, you, you studied Melvin Gordon so closely. Look at the picture. Anybody who's watching on the live stream, like, look at those arms, man. Too big. Too big. <laughs> his biceps are so big that it hinders his ability to secure the football in a way that won't allow defenders to get in there and rip it out. So like, you other guys, like Derrick Henry's jacked, but uh-huh. Derrick Henry's longer than Melvin Gordon is. He's taller. He's longer. He's a little bit leaner. So... <laughs> Melvin Gordon's been in the league since 2015. Yeah. So you, you you think in the eight years he's been in the league, nobody, if that was a legitimate thing, that you're the first. Like, oh, so NFL coaches know everything now, huh? No, but just that nobody's tried to, to fix it. And that, that's, they never tried. Come, they've never, that's never come up. Oh, I mean. It, if it, it was a real thing. I'm sure that people have tried. I'm sure that people have tried to fix it. So you think he's refused to, to not do bicep curls? Yeah, I mean, it's like an addiction. Like, guys who are that addicted to the weight room, <laughs> you can't get them out of there. It's like if you were to walk past the deli and there was a Reese's peanut butter cup sitting there and you'd say, I told myself I was going to eat healthy this week, but then, you know, you said, oh, that looks good and uh-huh. I'm hungry. Yeah. I'm getting the Reese's peanut butter cup. That's the same way that Melvin Gordon walks past a set of, like, 80-pound dumbbells. <laughs> it's like, I told myself I was going to get lean. I told myself I was going to start keto. I was going to drop some weight, no carb diet, but then I saw the dumbbells, I had a protein shake, and all of a sudden, I'm back to being jacked again. Here's the other thing. Even if that's true, I'll play along. Okay. You have a better idea, by the way? He hasn't fixed it in eight years, so it doesn't do me any good. He can fix it now. I don't care if he didn't fix it on somebody else's watch. Nick, let me just go through. 2015, 14 games, five fumbles. 2016, 13 games, two fumbles. 2017, 16 games, one fumble. The only year he never fumbled the football was 2018. He played in 12 games. And 2019, 12 games, three fumbles. It's gotten worse, just so you know. 2021, three fumbles, 16 games. I think games. he's getting bigger. 2022, 10 games, four fumbles. I said five. I think it's five. I think that stat's raw. I'm pretty sure it's five, not four. 20 fumbles, 21 fumbles well, in I think he's, career, Yeah, I man. think he's getting bigger. I think that's the problem is he needs to start slimming down now. Yeah, that's ridiculous. What if he promises to not fumble anymore? 
Then yeah. would you like to see him? No, Nick, he can't be on my football field, all right? On your football field? My football field. field. He wow. can't be on there. Ownership. He cannot be on my football field in a Chiefs uniform. Can't. Can't happen. So you don't think there's any chance? He can be on the practice chance. squad. I mean, he can maybe, I'm sure he's a great guy. You don't think I'm there's sure any? Okay, guy. what's the over-under on touches that, for the Chiefs this year? Um, I, know, I know what you want. I know you want it to be zero. Uh, yeah, zero. Do you think he will suit up and get a carry for the Chiefs this season? Only game that maybe it happened week 18 if they have the number one seed locked up. That's my scenario where he somehow gets on the field. I not That's only it. not only do I think he will suit up, I think he will get a carry in a game, and no. I think he will get enough carries if- to where he will fumble the ball once in the <laughs> Chiefs uniform. Yes. That's and you want that? I'm not saying I want it. I'm telling you that's what I think if is going to happen. If we know it's that likely to happen, then why <laughs> ever put him on the field? That's all I'm saying. Again, he can be on the practice squad. That's fine. No, no harm. That's all good. Let him hang on the practice squad. Make a few bucks. Be a good teammate. Fine. He just cannot ever carry a football for my football team. That's hmm. it. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, we thought Rojo wasn't going to get any carries after not suiting up at all for two months, and all of a sudden, boom, Clyde goes down. What happens? Rojo gets some playing time this week. Clyde's hurt. Yeah, and if Clyde continues to be hurt, imagine a scenario where Clyde doesn't play again uh, Ronald, this year. Ronald Jones or McKinnon or Pacheco would have to get hurt for, I think, thank goodness. You don't uh, think there's for... any way that, that Melvin Gordon could pass Rojo this year? He just suited up for the first hmm. time in week 12. No. I wouldn't be too sure. It took how many weeks for Ronald Jones and an injury to become active on the roster? Melvin Gordon's on the practice squad. I think it's an insurance policy. I'll just tell you this. If I, if, if I were to wake up in week 16, Nick, on Sunday morning, and I saw that Melvin Gordon was activated from the practice squad or elevated from the practice squad and activated, and then he's getting a carry, I would be holding my breath every, tam- every damn time he carries a football. I don't know how you couldn't. 20, 21 fumbles. So who do you trust more, Shady McCoy or Melvin Gordon? McCoy would just hold the ball out there with one arm sometimes, man. He would be fumbling. Melvin Gordon's trying to protect the ball. McCoy is just carrying that's with one how arm. Quarterbacks, that's how quarterbacks run sometimes because they haven't been taught how to like do it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always see Cam Newton did it all the time. Michael Vick did it all the time. They would just run with it out there. That's how Shady McCoy, an actual running back and a good running back at that, would run with the ball. From the Jay Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. Haven't heard you guys talk about guillotine league in a while. What's going on with that? Well, can we, you, you, want a little, you want a little update? Uh, one, Nick, myself, and Cody have been out for seven plus weeks at least. I think Cody was out week one. Nick, you were out week three. I was out week seven. Sean Barber got out week 11. And now we're down to what? One, two, three, four, five, six teams. And Nick, it looks like Casey Kurt's going to win again. He has $300 left. Dynasty. The next amount left is $49. He can, he can add every best player from every team that's left now. For the the guy's unstoppable. Casey Kurt's going to win his second one in three years. You're right. It is a dynasty. So that's, that's what's up with the guillotine league, if you guys were, if you were wondering. Good for him, man. Be honest. Are you happy that Sean Barber got cut? I don't shot. really care. Once I'm gone, I don't really not. I don't have rooting interest in did anyone. Did you delete the app? You don't even have it. I never did have the app. Oh, I was well, just that might be why UR. you got out in week three. That, that might be why that might I be constantly why, that forgot. That might be to... why your team was terrible and out by week yeah, three. Yeah, probably so. Makes sense. That might have been the. Might, might have been the. I don't scenario. know if guillotine league's my my speed. 
Really? Well, I've made it about a combined six weeks, my first two years doing it. Never had a it's morsel a of... It's a different format. Yeah, I'm just not good at it. So you think you're just as bad at that as Melvin Gordon is fumbling the football? I think I'm. I think the jury's still out. Okay. Melvin Gordon's got more data than I do. He does. Eight years worth. Eight years worth of being a fumble-prone running back in the NFL. That is that is true. Uh, I did see I did see your guy Tommy Townsend was tweeting just a few minutes ago, and I actually, you know what? I think he's correct in this. He's tweeting out links to Pro Bowl voting. That's the Pro Bowl. We've talked about that. How the All Pro stuff is a bigger deal, but there's incentives in guys' contract. He tweeted out. Just with Pro Bowl games voting being live, don't forget to vote for your favorite Chiefs, and it's a photo of him. He's obviously wanting you to vote for him. He's actually, as much as yesterday we spent time with the special teams, which I think you guys know where we stand on special teams this year, and I think it's been a disaster at times, not just the punt return stuff. But the, the biggest bright spot has actually been Tommy Townsend. Okay, he's the punter for the team, but it's Tommy Townsend. Uh, did you see the Pro Bowl voting stuff came out yesterday? The Chiefs have three of the top vote-getters in the entire league. So Justin Jefferson has the most votes in the initial phase for the Pro Bowl voting. Uh, and Mahomes and Kelsey are number two and number three for the Pro Bowl. Now let's hope they don't even have to play in the Pro Bowl because the Chiefs would be getting ready for the Super Bowl. The one that was surprising to is Isaiah Pacheco is one of the leading vote-getters for return specialist. I thought this was Tommy Townsend and why he should make the Pro Bowl. Well, he should make the conversation. I just, I just did. Number one, we should have more of it. Number one, I think one Tommy in, Townsend should make the Pro Bowl. He's having a great year. He is in net punting average. He's he's having a fantastic year. Unfortunately, guys like Johnny Hecker are just continuing to get the love. You know, Do you, are you saying we need to start a Tommy Townsend? Yeah. Okay. Johnny Pro Bowl Hecker campaign. Johnny Hecker's got over twice as many punts as Tommy Townsend. We shouldn't punish Tommy for not having his number called as much as some of these other lousy teams. <laughs> Like Johnny Haggett, if Tommy Townsend yeah. played for the Rams, guess what? Mm-hmm. He'd have 60 puns this year. I'm, I'm with you. I think Townsend's had a great year. All right. That's all I had to say. I'm going to start the Townsend for Pro Bowl campaign? Yep. Vote for Tommy. Hashtag vote for vote Tommy. Vote for Tommy. Okay. We can do that. I was going to say, though, Isaiah Pacheco, it is kind of funny. So he, he's what, started three games now? Is that it? Two? Well, technically, he started four but he wasn't. I mean, he started about a month ago, but he wasn't actually getting starter <laughs> there reps. There you go. So really, the last two or three weeks is when he's been truly flat out the starter. Yeah. It must just tell you, of course, where we're at with the Chiefs and the name cachet, and understandably so. They've been the best team in the AFC. You know, hosted four straight AFC title games. What has he done in the return game? He's the leading vote getter for return specials. Is this one of those where the Chiefs fans are just going to take over the voting to where he's not going to win the running back, so let's vote him in as a return specialist because running back is going to go to guys like Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor and Josh Jacobs, honestly. Josh Jacobs leads the league in rushing, by the way, um, surprisingly. Is this just one of those where, like, he Isaiah plays Pacheco for plays for the Chiefs and Chiefs fans and everybody's just, oh, the name sounds familiar. Return specialist. He hasn't even taken one back to the house this year. Is Sky Moore eligible as a punt returner? I mean, he's eligible. <laughs> he is eligible. Okay, we did this with Omar Infante. No, 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 no. Why not? Why not? It was we did we did it for Omar Infante. Why can't we do it for because Sky Omar Moore? Infante was somebody that was was so bad and also like didn't have a long term future here. That's the difference. So what's the big deal about getting a rookie? Because. We still some votes. Look, don't we? Everybody that did with Omar Infante was like, "This guy is terrible." It's By the funny. way, he's not eligible. How is he not eligible as a punter? Because every team only has one guy eligible, I believe. Who, who do they have eligible? 
You just said it. Yeah, return specialists. Oh, I'm thinking kickoff returns. They don't do that. They so don't it's just that. in general? Yeah. Okay, well, it's a good thing. It's just Pacheco then. Chris Lamont's also eligible as a special teamer. Oh, he's very good when healthy. Should we start a Lamont's for the Pro Bowl? Lamont's. Vote for Lamont's. I swear everybody, and maybe I'm, I swear everybody used to call him Chris Lamons, and then suddenly in training camp it switched to Lamont's. And I'm obviously Lamont's is the correct pronunciation, but I, I swear everybody used to call him Chris Lamons, and then suddenly it's become Chris Lamont's. Was there like a memo sent out at training camp? Maybe there was. I don't know. I wasn't you, there. You didn't, you, get were. It. you didn't get the memo. Yeah, you were there. It says according to the rules, the teams and rosters lock when there are four teams. Remaining, oh, someone else, what are you, okay, we're talking Pro Bowl now. People are still talking about the guillotine league on the text line. I'm like, what are you talking, I'm thinking they're talking about the Pro Bowl roster, like why there's only one return specialist. Someone's talking about the guillotine league, still on the text line. Have you put in your vote? I'm doing it right now. <laughs> Filling out my ballot. I've never voted for the Pro Bowl before. Wait, you never actually have? No. Never? Just? No. It takes like two seconds. You well, put in your email address, you select Tommy Townsend, punter, you hit submit, that's it. You don't even have to do the rest of the roster. Just put in punter Tommy Townsend. I'll give my guy Chris Jones a vote, too. That's probably a good idea, too. It's probably a good idea. Thinking of voting here on the tail end of the Chiefs Red Half Hour, I'm surprised, you know, I'm actually proud of you, that we've made it to Tuesday of this week. It's 11.50. And I knew, I asked you about this morning, but I knew yesterday around 9.30 that this happened. Because I had seen another friend of mine mentioned that they got their Heisman ballot already. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you credit. You could have flaunted it around. You could have mentioned on the show. Here we are. It's a day later. You haven't mentioned once what's that th- you actually got your Heisman ballot. Why? I'm surprised. What's up with that? Did you actually get a ballot or did they kick you off? No, I did get my ballot. You did get the ballot. Yep. Okay. I did get my ballot. What's the point of me announcing something that I you th- already know? To confirm that you, I thought you would have been saying, hey, guys, got my ballot. Did you get one? I thought you would have said that. I thought you would have brought it up. And it seems like this year's kind of a gimme one. Seems like this one is an obvious Heisman winner. Yeah, you Caleb know, Williams. I'm not going to give it away. Uh, the, the voting process won't allow me to do that. But it seems as though Caleb Williams is going to be tough to beat. He was given his statistical advantage in the fact that C.J. Stroud lost this week. He was plus like two, uh, 250 or so a week ago to win it. And now he's like minus 1,000 if not minus 2,500 in some spots. Second year in a row where it feels like it's kind of a, a rather lackluster Heisman race where last year, I guess Bryce Young did win it in the last year, but it didn't seem like either one of those guys, he or Stroud, were having a ton of those moments down the stretch. Kenny Pickett, Aiden Hutchison got in the mix late. This year, it feels like it's Caleb Williams, but his moment was really in the U- U- UCLA win. Other than that, like if Max Duggan ends up getting a bite to New York he City. He should. He absolutely should. I he hope should, you, I but hope that you... to me is an indictment on... The, the lack of star talent in college football Maybe this so, year. but I, I think he absolutely deserves to be invited. Undefeated team. He's had, he's had, a, he's had a great season. He's not going to win it, but he absolutely fits to be invited. In fact, I agree. If, I agree. Given the, given the you, lack of competition. I would hope you're going to give him some votes. Maybe. Wow, you're thinking about not giving him any votes. Oh, I can't, I can't disclose who I'm voting for. I, I can't disclose who I'm voting for to win, second, third. I can't do that, and well, I never we, would. We already know. Caleb Williams is going is to be your first place. You vote. don't know that. I just think that that's who will win. I'm not saying that's who I'm going to vote for. Hmm. I'm not saying anything. Are you still going to vote on who you had from preseason? I don't know. I, I haven't decided. There's still games to be played this weekend, championship weekend. Why A lot they, of football left to be played. Why send the ballot out? 
before the championship games occur. I don't know that. That's the dumbest thing. Why? That because makes no people sense. Will, because they can actually track this. People will we, submit their ballots this week. And already put in Caleb Williams. Now, I don't know. Like, what could Caleb Williams do to lose? I mean, I guess. Dude, he would have to throw four picks and look right. horrific. Like, and then Max Duggan <laughs> would have to throw five touchdowns, no interceptions, and yeah. a winning effort. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, honestly, it would take... It would take something like that. If, if TCU just destroyed K-State, which I don't think they will, and it, it would take Kayla Williams being horrific against Utah. But I just to make any sense to let people put in a ballot before games. I don't know are why. Done. They've always done we that, don't, too. We don't, like, the MVP voting in the NFL doesn't count for the playoffs. We know the, right, the, play, the, the voting for that is done before the playoffs. I get that. I understand why. Otherwise, t- people would just vote for the guy that was great during the postseason. I, I understand why we do that. But we don't allow the MVP voting to start in Week 12. Or week 17. You got to wait till after week 18. It's kind of weird. They've always done it that way, too. And it's always had people complaining because they always see people submitting their votes before championship weekend. This year, it might not matter, but. Does B. John Robinson get invite invite to New York, you think? Probably not. Uh, He's so good, but he doesn't, again, like the numbers aren't really there. Excellent. How on earth does Nick have a Heisman vote? He's had one for a while. Had one for a while. He must be new. He's grandfathered in. He'll have it the rest of his life. Like people wanted me to explain how I got it. It's pretty. I mean, it's pretty simple. I was covering college football in uh, Lawrence for a long time, and it's all based off regional voters. And I uh, just and you see a lot of Heisman candidates in Lawrence, man. Yeah, you do. Well, you see them come through and put <laughs> up big numbers, and they thought, "Wow, who's more <laughs> qualified than a guy who sees dudes go for five touchdowns and four hundred yards on a weekly basis?" You know, I saw Baker Mayfield. I saw. Uh, Kyler Murray saw Jalen Hurts. So that, that he said, you know what? Robert Griffin III, this guy knows his stuff. He knows this. He's seen him up close and personal. Let's give him a vote. It's all regional, man. So like the There's Midwest, like 800 voters. Yeah, there's like, like 700 and some voters, but it's all regional. So they want every region represented. That's why they do it like that, because they know that not every voter is watching every single team. Not every voter is watching all the Pac-12 teams. They're not all watching Big 12, ACC, et cetera. So they want people from all over the country voting. So there's, a, there's probably a handful yeah. of us here in Kansas City. I think there's probably five or six of us in Kansas City who vote, and every major city and area Bink's has gonna their be, own crop. Uh, Jay Binkley is going to be with us tomorrow on the show, and I'll, I'll get I'll ask him about his his Heisman ballot. He'll tell well, me he doesn't have a Heisman he'll ballot. Tell me, Nick, he'll tell me his ballot. He'll, well, but he can he'll, because he'll he doesn't have me, one. He'll tell me his full ballot. He won't even he won't hesitate. He'll give me his entire ballot, just plain and simple. So uh, I, he's dude. He texted me a <laughs> lot this I'm, past week. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure Bink will be in with us uh, tomorrow on the show. Up next, though, let's get to the noon hour. We'll get to what's trending. We're about an hour away from USA and Iran kicking off there uh, in the final game of group stage play in the U.S. needing a win. And we'll also get right back to the Chiefs where this offseason sets up an interesting scenario financially. Add another name that they need to take care of. We'll tell you who it is next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.